left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What's going on, Wake and Jake? Good morning. I'm Wake. He's Jake. Big baby David going on. It's Super Bowl week. It kind of doesn't feel like it. Me and me and Bug Bug were talking about it this morning. What a weird... I think it ties into the Northeast with the snowstorm. Like, we got nailed with the snowstorm, but there's also no media week, so it's been... It's weird. I mean, it's Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, and I feel like, I don't know. I guess I haven't been inundated with Super Bowl stuff. I guess there's been a lot of NBA, college basketball, but we're here. We're here. It's Thursday. Of course, I know the date, February 4th. Games on Sunday. Maybe you guys have small plans, small gatherings, a couple drinks and some friends. Um, And we've got someone coming live from Tampa in a minute, a special guest. I'm going to tease it for a minute. He hasn't been on the John Boy Media Network ever. Uh, but a fun dude. But first, we got to do the game of the night. And then I'm going to call him and hope he picks up. Um, and if he doesn't, me and BBD will have egg on our face. And then we just got to call people until somebody picks up. We've promised a special guest already. We've promised a special guest. I'm excited. Uh, it's it's a name you guys are all going to be familiar with. So, But first, we got to do the game of the night, BBD. The game of the night, today was a weird one. Uh, I decided there wasn't a game that jumped out at all. BBD's Wizards get another win. Nobody cares. BBD, this is more so almost an early bro of the night. I wanted to talk about my guy, the last Zion. Um, I've been in on Zion, let the record show. Some heated conversations in our Knicks chat going back. Um, I just thought different, built different emoji. There's uh, there's other circumstances at play there. It was always injury risk. It was yeah. always injury. The basketball never concerned me. Um, and it's taken off, man. Uh, the Pelicans played the Suns last night. You didn't watch. You didn't watch. Zion Williamson, I want to read his his box score. 12 of 14 from the field. 28 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. BBD, his plus-minus number, 37. Plus-minus 37. Uh, That's plus 37. So, Zion was gross. It's happening. 6 assists, by the way. Don't sleep on that. Zion's good. The whole thing was his health. As long as he stays healthy, he's going to be nasty and part of the future of this league. Um this game, I, I honestly don't have much on. I didn't watch this game. The Suns are 11-9, and nine, so if you're a Western Conference guy, know that the Suns are doing it. Is Chris Paul having a nice year? I don't know. Devin Booker. Uh, Steven Adams, 13 rebounds and 11 points. Exciting stuff. Wenyen Gabriel, two minutes, zero points. Proud of him. Got out there. Tried his hardest, did his best. No, guys, there, there honestly wasn't a big game of the night. And then it's kind of Super Bowls coming up. We could talk about Dallas getting a win. 
NBA is kind of cooking, but I I wanted to talk about Zion Williamson because he's a monster. Decent game for Lonzo too. I like Lonzo. I like I like Lonzo. Lonzo a lot. Still, I hate that I like him so much. What do you think Zion's stat line is on, on the, the year? year? Well, he was he's kind of bad for to early in the year, but I think the stats were actually fine. Just people were saying he was bad. The real problems is defense because it was Ooh. like big bad for for a minute there, and I think Stinky. he started being what we thought he was on defense, which is so use his size big. I don't know. Twenty four and seven and a half. Yeah, it's fine. It's pretty good, man. I mean, I mean, he's not asked to be the primary scorer. I assume Ingram still leads the team in points. Yeah, but I mean, he's shooting sixty percent from the field. Shooting thirty six percent from three. Is um, there a total? Uh, I mean, he can't be taking a lot. I don't. I don't have that number in front of me. But Zion Williamson is the truth. And after this Super Bowl, get ready to hear more about Zion because I I do think he's the future of the league. It's still LeBron's still doing his thing. Katie, uh, they're not going to compete yet. But I do think Zion's next. And four of eleven for the year uh, from three. Okay, so I won't give him love. So he, ta- he takes like. A shot a game <laughs> at every game, but he didn't take a shot for the first like ten games. Okay, so he's getting going. So now he's going. Um, I just, I just think he he is that dude. Uh, everyone, basketball wise, people were concerned that he just bullied everyone. Guess what? He bullies guys in the NBA. Nobody is built like him. Built different. <laughs> Snort emoji. So that's the fake game of the night. I'm sorry, everyone. I'll be honest, going into the draft, the gun to my head, I thought, yeah, Zion's good, and I would pick him in a heartbeat if the Knicks got the sure. number one pick. Uh, but, the, but I did have a little bit of concern of like, okay, but he's just kind of been bigger and smarter than everyone else at every level he's played at, Like, in, I guess until Duke, but even then he was bigger than everyone else. That was the concern coming out of like, high school. Yeah, especially out of high school because he played in like <laughs> not a premier high school yeah. league. Yeah. So I I don't know that was my kind of my when I took the turn on Zion because that Duke team fell apart. It was him, Barrett, and uh, Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish. I've said my He's Cam Reddish thoughts culprit. before, but uh, I think Coach K is losing his touch a little bit. I think they use Zion weird. If you ever watch those games, he used to just like isolate Zion. He was running a point forward at times. Zion's a stud, all in. Those are my thoughts on that. BBD, let's call our guy because it's on the mind. Let's do it. It's on the mind. Um, all right. I'm gonna call him up right now. A little nervous. All right. I've I've uh, we got sound. We got I sound. Made sure we've got sound. Calling now. Live from the Super Bowl in Tampa. What's up, weirdo? Hello. Is this Chris Rose? It is the one and only. No, believe me, nobody else wants to be me. Chris Rose <laughs> from the best damn sports show, period. Uh, is that how people still introduce you? Well, first of all, uh, at this point in my career, I rarely get introduced. So I would say that, uh, yeah, people still like talking about that show the most, which is, um, I will best. take that. That is a badge of honor. Right there, I would say uh, I still love that show, and um, you know the one I just left intentional talk. I think those are that's probably that's probably it. I would say so. Um, yeah, 
I'm on board with it. Those are big ones. Those are big flexes. Uh, you're you're down in Tampa. Um, did you did you get in yesterday or did you get in? I don't know what's going on down Wait. there. Does it feel like the Super Bowl? What do you want to know? My whole travel itinerary. If you could, that'd be uh, great. Yes, I took fly, uh, flight five fifty nine out of LAX, departing at yes. Um, I came here Tuesday. Okay. And was on the air Wednesday. Thanks for watching yesterday. Yeah. Obviously, you were glued to the set. Um, and, you know, I'll be doing our Super Bowl live coverage. We have like 70 live hours from here in Tampa. And we are, you know, we don't have as many on-air people as we've had in years past. I'm one of the really fortunate, tw- there's 12 of us on-air total, talking about analysts, hosts, reporters. Usually we have 60, 60. Wow. So it's just because of, you know, COVID, that's what's happening. And I will tell you this. So most times on a Thursday morning, the place would be buzzing, right? I'm on their famous river walk right now. I see like 10 people. It's bizarre. Yeah. It really is. Although I'm about to hop on somebody's boat and take that for a spin, I can tell you that. <laughs> Breaking news, Chris Rose stealing a boat. Well, that's that's why I wanted to give you a shout, man, because I, well, A, in the Northeast, we got hit with a massive snowstorm, so there's kind of been the weird, I mean, Monday and Tuesday almost got canceled, um, and then I just think on top of that, you know, we're normally used to the normal Super Bowl week, and we're getting the silly, you know, Marshawn interviews and stuff like that are leaking out by now, and right now on on the receiving end, and I'm sorry I missed you yesterday trying to trying to make my content, but um, like yeah, it's it's kind of a weird feeling because then your brain jumps back into it and you're like Brady Mahomes, this is like the dream. Yeah, I mean I'm with you. The, the game itself, like when we finally get to Sunday, it's going to be amazing. It really is. Like when you think about it, we got a guy that's ten freaking Super Bowls, ten. Yeah. There's only been there's only 55 that we played, and he only started playing in them. He was only eligible starting at Super Bowl 35. So, like this is nuts. Yeah, what's going on with him? And I have said this several times, and I'm a firm believer in it. That, um, I think when it's all said and done, and I'm not much for hyperbole, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be right up there with Brady. When it's said and done, I've never seen a guy this young be this dominant, this talented, this smart. Because usually, like a quarterback of his age, or just a guy who's been in the league 10 years, doesn't matter. Like every Sunday, you'll watch a quarterback make at least two throws a game where you're like, what the hell was he thinking? Like, really? Like Mahomes, it's like once a month, maybe. He's just so far ahead of the game. Yeah, and I think the the other thing with that is he he also when he does make that one mistake, I mean their offense is still it's just so potent that it you know he can kind of shrug like you know you don't have to go head down on the bench he he just gets out there and twirls the next one. But I mean I, I'm with you on the all time stuff, Chris, and I think that's where I actually get a little more tuned in is because you know Brady's going for seven, which is insane. Um, and I think Mahomes and Reed, and I've I've been saying it on here, and it's 
I don't know, it's kind of hot take, kind of dumb, but, like, I think this Chiefs team is just going to roll. Like, Andy Reid finally got the monkey off his back, and he's got Mahomes, and Reid is a genius. That, like, I think these guys are going to be doing it for the next 15 years, and I think it's kind of funny. If Brady wins this one, it's going to make it that much tougher for Mahomes to catch him, where if Mahomes gets two and Brady's at six, I think that's going to become all that more real. Yeah, I'm not even so sure when I'm talking about comparisons between the two. I don't think it's just strictly Super Bowl rings, right? It just I know that's how we sometimes like right. to me- measure it. Maybe maybe it's the tiebreaker eventually. But let your eyes tell you the story. Like when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, it really was that defense that did it against the Rams. And he put together a great drive. Now, yes, you can look up the record book. Who is the MVP of Super Bowl 36? It was Tom Brady, but he threw for like 160 yards, you know? Yeah. And a touchdown. He was, he was really like, I hate the term, but he really was a game manager, right? Yeah. And Mahomes has never been a game game (laughs) manager. He came in, he made that start in week 17 of the 2017 season against Denver when Alex Smith was still the quarterback and we were like, Wow. Okay. Guys got a little something. Then they trade Smith and they turn the keys over and we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. A playoff team giving it to a guy who's unproven and has lousy footwork and all. And from the minute he set foot on that field in 2018, we're all like, ah, it's all making sense now. Like he is just, I've never seen a guy like him. I, I would say the closest is Marino. Um, and unfortunately, you know, Marino got there in his second season in the Super Bowl and then never never sniffed it after that. Yeah, and that's, I guess a lot of people were getting in my head with those, and you probably saw them too, you know, Brady, when Brady made it to the Super Bowl coming from the NFC, everyone was tweeting how Rodgers only did it once and Breeze only did it once, and that that almost put things more in perspective for Mahomes for me because he's going back-to-back years like we – I don't know. We kind of shrug because Mahomes is that good, but that doesn't happen in the NFL. Like it's it's unreal, man. Um, so I don't know. That wasn't really a question, but I, I guess <laughs> I guess going from there, what I what what level of football guy are you at this point? Because I I talked to you the other day, and I one of your final intentional talks, you were doing some Super Bowl stuff, and I was crazy impressed by that because you were you were just going. Um, and it, it was yeah. Kind of, I'm I'm a football geek. You're a football. I really am, which I love. Um, but so, like I love, I love both, and I love the NBA too. I really do. Sure. I those big three. I'm I'm all over it uh, as far as history, and uh, yeah. I mean, I just I love it. That was no joke. That was not that was not set up. That that Super Bowl trivia, and. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't have much of a life, really. I got to be honest. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, you know, got two great kids, a wonderful wife, and uh, and my sports, and that, that's about it. I dabble in a few other things, but yeah, this is it, man. This hey. is my wheelhouse. This is what I've been doing. That's the dream, I was man. A kid. 
kids, kids, wife, and sports. That's a uh, hashtag goals. I I was gonna lean into like for football. There's there's different levels though. There, I mean, there's guys that get in the tape and do a gap, b gap. Did did you ever do that deep dive? Because I've all I I never have. Like I you know I almost view it at the Madden level. I can see when a guy makes a good block or makes a good play, but I, I don't see the inside outs. Do you do you ever get into the game tape heavy? Okay, so, yes, we do have access. You know, when you work at NFL Network, we have a thing called the Game Pass, which right. you can buy as a fan. We're fortunate to kind of get it for free because it's our job. And can I sit there and watch the all-22 game film? Absolutely. Do I? No, because that's not what what I prepare for as a host. Um, I respect the hell out of those guys that do that sort of deep dive stuff. But I'm never going to pretend. There are people in our business who pretend they know more than Michael Irvin, who will be sitting next to me. Kurt Warner, who will, you know, sit next to me at some point this week. Willie McGinnis. And they start, they, they start talking about strategy. And I'm like, uh, these guys actually were in the A-gap. And this guy was running that pattern. And this guy was reading the defense. I think I'll listen to him. So, you know, it, it's good to... I, I love asking questions. Like, there's nothing better than sitting and watching a football game with one of those guys and asking what transpired instead of trying to be like, yeah, dude, why? Like, that guy's such an idiot. This should have happened. I come from the school of if, if you ask the question, you're going to get some really interesting answers. Yeah, that's a good way to live. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess off of that, I was going to say, uh, I was kind of kind of get some of your opinions. Like, do you, is for you? Does Kelsey jump out, or Tyreek Hill's different, or something that Tampa does that has kind of started convincing you about the Super Bowl? But I guess have have any of those guys whispered something to you that you've been like, oh wow, I I didn't even think of that. Well, so we already have a blueprint because these teams played in Week Twelve. In fact, it was the Buccaneers' last loss, and you know people look at the score and say twenty-seven, twenty-four. Boy, you know it was a tight game. We'd be lucky to get something like that. If you remember the game, the Chiefs were kicking the crap out of the Bucks. They were up 17 yeah. nothing midway through the second quarter and inside the Buccaneers' 10-yard line and about to make it 24 nothing. And you could kiss it goodnight. Romo and Nance would have been doing 60 minutes promos, you know, <laughs> for the next three hours to keep the audience. And Shaq Barrett got a strip sack of Mahomes. And the Bucks went down and scored. And it changed the complexion of the game. So, you know, for me, obviously we know that Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards receiving in the first quarter alone. He torched a pretty good young corner in Carlton Davis. They threw at Davis nine times. They threw to Hill nine times against Davis. He caught nine passes for more than 200 yards. And I think all three of his touchdowns. Now, you don't think that Todd Bowles is going to change up that defense to make sure that that doesn't happen again? So, like, that's, it's that sort of cat-and-mouse game. You know, what sort of adjustments get made? How do how Andy Reid and Eric enemy help their two offensive tackles now that there's no Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher against a really good front four? Um, those are the fun little things that we'll talk about and, and kind of watch, and it might come to fruition, or maybe I'll be full of shit. You know, <laughs> at the end of the day, maybe I'll just pretend I know what I'm talking about. 
It's uh yeah, that's that's kind of what I live by. Um, so I I guess you know you mentioned the cat and mouse game of it, and it I guess that is the funny part about football. You know, you could give uh, you know, I've kind of been locked in on the Chiefs early this year. I just I think Mahomes is different. I think Reed is comfortable, and he's just such an offensive guru that with Mahomes, you know, I've I've been locked in. It's not a hot take, but you know, I might as well go down with the ship at this point. But you're so right with football. Like if those two tackles, um. You know, if Pierre Paul and Jack Barrett are just dominating, that changes the whole outlook of the entire game. So, you know, I we're at John Boy Media, we're not hot take people, but do, do you got to lean at this point? Well, you know, you make an interesting point about Shaq Barrett and JPP. It was two, two interesting things. One is, you know, Shaq Barrett kind of exploded on the scene a year ago. Um, he had some solid years in Denver, but really took it to another level last year, leading the NFL in sacks. And then this year, he was just kind of laying in the weeds until last week or two weeks ago against the Packers. I mean, he had gone like six or seven weeks without a sack. And he had three against Rodgers. So, you know, pass rushers are a little bit like home run hitters. Like when they get hot, they start to get hot. Uh, and JPP, they asked him about Eric Fisher's replacement, Mike Remmers. And he's like, who? They're like, yeah, the guy that's going to be starting a tackle opposite you. <laughs> now, keep in mind, Mike Remmers might not be a household name, but he ain't a rookie. Yeah, He's been in the league nine years. He started a Super Bowl for the Panthers. And JPP should probably know who he is. He's made almost 100 <laughs> career starts. And he's like, who, now who's that? They're like, Mike Remmers. R-E-M-M. So, I mean, you talk about a lack of respect. Guy, like JPP isn't like, oh, yeah, 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 you know what? He's fine. He's like, no clue, bro, no clue. So that's going to be fun, I think. Uh, with all that being said, I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I just, I dig him. I got a huge man crush. He's, you know, I'm a diehard Browns fan, so Chiefs ripped my heart out a few weeks ago, but man, I'm, I'm rooting for that guy. I have every reason in the world to appreciate what he does and just who he is and how he's handled himself. He's just, if you could make the modern day pro athlete, he's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I admit, and you know, we, we do so much stuff linked to baseball. Like he's part of the Royals ownership group and that's really exciting now. Um, and yeah, man, I mean, how often do you see, and we'll see his development as he continues, but you know, he like, <laughs> very much listens to Reed on the bench and he talks to his guys. He's he's everything you want. You're right. He's he's the absolute dream. Um I don't know. I think yeah. from fr- from the fan side, this is like I'm you know, New York sports, but I I still like Brady. I love Brady and respect him. I, this this Super Bowl feels like a win win. If Brady wins and gets another, it's like awesome. I don't hate that I, at all. No, listen, I, I'm with you here. Like I, I don't think we as sports fans do a good enough job appreciating greatness because we're always looking for the next great thing. You know, like I think LeBron probably could have won 10 MVPs by now, but because he set the bar so high for himself and then boom, Steph Curry comes out of nowhere. Hey, he's the guy. Then Giannis pops. Hey, now he's the guy. Like we forget to embrace greatness until it's 20 years down the road. And then we're still talking about that guy, right? Like, 
don't we all wish that Michael Jordan had finished up strong instead of limping to the Washington Wizards? Like, wouldn't we have wanted to see Jordan still compete for NBA titles at age 39? Like, you wanted, I think we kind of regret that that didn't happen. Well, yeah. with Brady, we don't have to regret it. We are living in it. We, this is something we will never see again. We are not going to see, just because I don't think anybody's going to give a shit about still playing at 43, unless they're a kicker. Like, who the hell wants to not eat sugar and down avocado ice cream yeah. their entire life just so that they, they could play in the last game of the year? If, if I were him, like, I, I've asked myself this question this week several times. Why is Tom Brady still playing? Like, people go, well, you go until they rip the uniform off of you. Or you do that. Like, the guy's 43. He's got two kids. His wife makes way more money than he does. If I were in that situation, I'd put my feet up and be like, hell yes, I'm calling it a day. I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. I'm not going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to do it three. I'll take long walks. I'll go watch my kids play ball or do recitals or, you know, sing in the choir or whatever. Like, I'm not thinking 24-7, but he is wired so different. So, I guess while he's here, yeah, you know, I, I, I have, I don't begrudge anyone who's hopping on that Brady train at all. Yeah, I think we we had a big realization when Breeze broke his ribs this year. We were like, oh my god, like forty two year old Drew Breeze is playing with eight broken ribs in the NFL. Like, why? <laughs> like, that's that's my nightmare. Um, but Chris, yeah. I I I asked you for five to ten minutes, and and we're at fifteen. So, um. And hey, enjoy walking around Tampa and stealing boats. Um, we'll see you on seventy. How many straight hours of Super Bowl coverage? Yeah. Seven, seventy Jake, plus. It's not me. Yeah, I'm not just doing seventy straight. <laughs> I think you should. Like the Jerry Lewis telethon back in the day. <laughs> like it's, I, there's help, there's help on the way. There's reinforcements. Okay. Um. Let you take. Yeah, I'll be on from four to seven Eastern today with Michael Irvin. So pray for me. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I love her. You know, we used to work together at Best Sam, and that's where it all started. So, yeah, man. my man is is one of a kind. Uh, I have to I have to buckle up for safety when I'm with him, but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so, cool. and then I, listen, I get the great honor of hosting our post game show. Yeah. So right mm. after the game's over on CBS, flip over to NFL Network. We'll, we're not going to be on the field this year. Nobody is. Um, but we have headsets set up all over, so all the, all the winners will still be joining us. And they just won't be sitting on the set with us, obviously, because of COVID restrictions. So it will still get to bring you the best of the celebration. Chris, I know I'm kind of naturally an idiot, but uh, off the record, that's awesome, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> after the Super Bowl, you're you're talking to those dudes. So, um, Dude, it's the best gig. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing like being, uh, you know – close to the action when somebody's life changes and for like for like 30 minutes it's not about dollars and how can I improve my brand it's like these guys who work their entire lives getting to the pinnacle and it's just raw emotion it's really cool it's fun stuff and uh I am very very fortunate that NFL uh network you know gives me the range to not screw it up for two hours. That's awesome, man. All right, Chris, thank you so much, man. Have have fun down there. 
at Chris Rose on TikTok. Is that right? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I do have a TikTok, but it's really more for my viewing pleasure than anything else. Okay. But you can follow me on Twitter. Come on, Jake, at Chris Rose. Don't act like you haven't hit that follow button. Oh, you know. I keep rejecting it. I'm there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, damn it! So. Blowing up my spot. All right, Chris. Thank you so much, man. Have fun down there, and we'll uh, we'll talk you to you soon. It. Thanks, Chris. Be careful there in the snow. Yeah, All right. We will. We will. Thanks, man. All right, boys. Well, that was awesome. Uh, that was our secret secret guest, Chris Rose. Um, glad it it ended up working out perfectly for us. I Heard he was going down there, and like he said, they're about to be going nuts for the next 70 hours. Not all him, but a lot of him. So uh, tweet at Chris Rose. Thank him for coming on. All the Wake and Jake diehards. Um, I would appreciate that. He would appreciate that. Um, and he's kind of the best. He's the best. Like He's the man. When he just described it, you know, like wife, kids, sports, that's kind of me and BBD's dream board if we had to make one. So... Um, Just wiping kids away Yeah, tweet at Chris Rose Tell him he's the best uh, Thank him Man, that after the Super Bowl is awesome That's cool Like just being with those dudes and Yeah, I mean like that night can never be replaced for them Like yeah, It's like, the, yeah, it's the same But then 30 how, minutes of their life changing However much money, however anything Like that's that's it So that's awesome uh, thank you, Chris. I don't even know where to go. How do you talk NBA after that? You can't. I mean, we've got stuff. But. It's cool when, like he mentions, again, we watch sports as the fan level, and we try to get more into it. But, like, going back to that that first game they played, like, yeah, up 17 nothing, driving, strip sack. Um, Tyree kill 200 yards in the first quarter But that is the fun of football right Because what what are they going to do different Are they going to put two guys on T- Tyree kill And just say it's not happening Are they going to put two guys on Tyree kill And it doesn't matter That's kind of the fun of football That's why I suck at daily the daily fantasy stuff When my bu- unpredictable. When my buddies started getting into that I was like you know, how do you know if a wide receiver is going to be double teamed all day or if he's going to be open? Like, I know there's different tricks to it and stuff. Um, that was awesome. Thanks, Chris. Let's see what else we got, BBD. I don't know. I can't talk about these NBA games. That was awesome. That was awesome. Danny Green, four from seven from three last night. Bang. Heat lost. Shake Milton, 13 points. <laughs> um, go watch the Super Bowl. We've got one more football game this year. And then it's basketball baseball season, which we like here at John Boy Media. Mm. We like it a lot. Um BBD, your hockey notes, Lightning are 6-1 one and 1. And you noted are they the team that just won? I think so. If um, I had to bet money, the Lightning won. When I started the last writing Stanley it, Cup. I was like, ah, it was them cuz we've been talking about how Tampa is getting stuff. Yeah. Because we were doing the whole Tampa and that was won hockey. one, and then the Rays went, and now the Buccaneers went, and the hockey's the one they won. Patrice Bergeron, game-winning power play. I think he got a bro of the night once. At some point, I think that yeah. was my hockey, yeah. Um, I almost, well. Let's go to the bro of the night, BBD. Bro of the night, 
Um, I mean, it's kind of Chris Rose. Uh, it's also it's brought to you by the new Wake and Jake channel. We should have the link in the YouTube. It's also now it's associated with the John Boy Media channel. Oh, huge. Go over, subscribe to Wake and Jake. We're going to be doing our Super Bowl episode on that channel. Today's um, the last episode on this last channel. Last step on here. Yeah, I probably should have said that earlier, um, but we were nervous and excited about the Chris Rose stuff, which was awesome, so it was worth it. Uh, BBD, I'll let you kick off. I uh, you know, wanted you to be more in the mix with the Chris Rose, but when we're doing phone stuff, it's hard it gets on the tricky. Phone. You can't see. So uh, you've got a— Your name's on the, on the show. I mean, here's a bro of the night for you. BBD. Yeah, well, your guy. A part of me was considering Bergeron because he's sure. a hockey player I've heard of and he was involved <laughs> Second in all four of the night goals for Patrice. For- <laughs> um, but I, you know, I'm I'm going to give it to Jeff Green. They didn't play okay. last night, but the Nets had a big win against the Clippers and people are talking about the defense and stuff. Jeff Green mm. fills a very important role for that Nets team. Mm. Um just like the like he guards many positions. He's been hitting his threes. Uh but like just I was thinking about all the teams he's been on. Like, has anyone played with more Hall of Famers and All Stars than that guy? Like, I was looking at it out there because he was on. He was on that eighteen Cavs team. He was like on. That. He's on, obviously on this year's team with Katie, Kyrie, and Harden. He's on the Rockets last year. Yeah. Harden, Chris Paul, or he wasn't there. Was he there last year? Not last year. Uh, but he was on the Clippers team with Chris Paul yep. and Blake Griffin. Old Celtics teams Grande too, Jordan right? There. Am he I dreaming on that? Those old Celtics teams. Um, that could be a book, BBD. It's like a, he was on the Memphis teams that had like Conley and Gasol and sure Randolph. Not that they're necessarily the Hall of Fame tier, but like notable players, like important. He's been on a lot of important teams. I wonder if there's a way to search that. That's like who's played. With the teammates that have accrued the most, like, what's NBA warp or something like that? They've got yeah. like an all-encompassing stat that's yeah. They have not their great, equivalent but, of war. Yeah, PER exists. It's kind of like their OPS plus equivalent. Huge. Jeff yeah, Green. I was kind of thinking about that. I was listening to an interview with him. And I was like, yeah, he's been on a lot. What was of he on? Like teams. Woj. Uh, it's like the Reddick? New York Post oh, okay. has a podcast with and Robin Lumberg hosted, and he was like, "Gotcha, my sports media idol growing up." Wow, how about so, that coming out? Um, they have their Nets show, and I listen to on the drive-in. They're interviewing Jeff Green. It's beautiful stuff, BBD. He's on the Utah teams. He's, he's played with Donovan Mitchell too, which is just funny because he's he's on the path. He's on the path. Good young career. Kind okay. of just like a Lifetime Achievement Award of sorts. Huge. Like, Jeff Green's played with a lot of good players on a lot of good teams. No ring yet, I don't think. And an interesting, because he, he had the size, he had all the skills, so people's expectations went up for him, and it just never fully happened. But now he's a nice veteran role player. He's a, a very nice back nine yeah. to career. Very nice back nine. Uh, beautiful. Jeff Jeff Green, happy for you. Should be seeing him in some big basketball games coming up. Uh, BBD, I think I'm going to do a bro-bra combo. This year. And I'm going to give it to Luca. Uh, the Mavs got the win last night. 27, 14 assists, 8 rebounds. Luca's awesome. Luca's fun. I said it. I forget if I said it on here. or I think I said it on like a Talking Knicks episode. I think you said it a few times on both. The page is going to turn on Luca. You see this with NBA stars a lot. Um, 
He's awesome. He's nasty. I like Luca. Everyone agrees he's good. Luca complains a lot. Luca's team is currently nine and thirteen. Um, this is kind of after the Super Bowl is the turning point of this NBA season. The Heat, who have been bad, the Mavericks, um, Toronto. Like it's kind of go time. Like we're coming up on a quarter of the way through the season, a third of the way through the season. These teams got to go. Luca and the Mavs. You know, he was everybody's MVP pick to start the season, and the Mavericks are nine and thirteen. So they got the win last night. Luca, you kind of used up your pre-people getting into the NBA leash. It's go time. You're gross. You're nasty in the best way possible. Um, but yeah, just watch out for that. We've we've talked about it a few times, but I think and I think Zach Lowe wrote an article the other day that was like hmm. Luca complains the most in the NBA. And it's funny how quick the narrative can change. So I mean, if they they like miss the playoffs this year, it's like next year becomes very important for the perception of Luca. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, if they miss it, they would give the Knicks a lottery pick, right? Yeah, this year for like us directly gives the Knicks a lottery pick, which would be cool. No matter what, the Knicks are going to have like four top thirty-five picks, which is fun. Yeah, which is like sort of a nice consolation, not to make this an episode of talking yeah, Knicks, but, Knicks, but if they're not like one of the six worst teams, like we thought they'd be. First of all, they've like fixed the lottery odds, so anything can happen. But, uh, but also like they can probably move into the top ten Ooh. if there's a guy they want trade up. So Knicks stuff, Knicks stuff, have four top thirty-five picks uh, is the fun one. Way to frame it. And that was talking Nick. So uh just Luca, hey, gave Zion some love, Luca. And guess what? Zion will go on the same trajectory I just talked about. Zion will be beloved this year. It'll gain traction. People will start comparing Zion and Luca. And then if the Pelicans don't make a leap next year, mm. people will start coming at Zion. Like that's Zion, the NBA process. Luca has already taken like that first leap. Zion still hasn't quite done that. Yeah, he's a, he's like Beluka was like an abs- he was like an absurdly quick yeah burst on the scene. He became like a star. A, it's not Bobby fair Luke. to Zion to hold him to Luca's standard, but I think he might be he, there. But next year he's got to do something, and there's another level you got to go that Luca still hasn't done. I'll there after this season there will be articles written that are Zion versus Luca. Who would you take? That's Start what I'll promise team. people. Um, all right, that was the bro of the night. A little bit of a quirky bro of the night. I'm sure we'll have some pretty big ones on on Super Bowl Monday on the new channel. Um, BBD, what we're watching, Super Bowl. I think we've talked about that a couple mm. times. Um, let's see. There's you, like a good. You wrote game a couple NBA games in here. Each of the next few nights. Okay, walk me through it. Nuggets Lakers late hey. tonight. There's a there's a Sixers Blazers game earlier that might want to tune into. It's not nationally televised, but Celtics Clippers Friday night. Friday night, mm. Nets Sixers Saturday night, and then the Super Bowl was Sunday. Uh, was, the Knicks have they usually don't play many, if any, NBA games on Sunday, but there's like a bunch of this year because COVID they have to get games in, um, which is just kind of funny. Yeah, so normally that would be the day, but like we'll have to watch the Knicks at one o'clock that day. Mm. And do talking Knicks? How about that? Um, yeah. So hey, get some NBA game. Enjoy the Super Bowl, however you will. Uh, Semi safely have have a little fun, um, and then yeah, let's uh, it's gonna be baseball season, BBD. 
Twins just did stuff. We're going to talk about Alex that on Talking Calame. Baseball next. Talking Baseball coming up next. What else we got? Talking Giants is out. Talking Yanks is out. New GM files. Producer BBD on that. Mansplain Baseball. Comment of the day. Oh, my God. The comment of the day. Chris Rose threw us threw us off the damn loop. BBD, advertise GM files. Advertise GM files. Doc Gooden came out last it's night. It's a big one. We got a big one. We're recording this afternoon. We recorded another big one last night. Next couple weeks, there's some there's some fun ones, some good stories. But Doc Gooden, like everyone knows that story, and he shares some fun stuff. Doc Gooden, man. I mean, that's a that's a He's big like, one, man. There's a thirty for thirty about that guy. Doc Gooden's a big one. All right, I'm in last episode. Good views. Thanks, you guys. And he was um, and he's very nice to me. He called me buddy. Which I normally don't appreciate from people, but from Doc Gooden, I'm fine being called buddy. Seeing some Lord Farquad comments. I think that's targeted at me. <laughs> um What are they talking about? He looks like he's one of the incredible the Bobby episode. Oh, Bobby. <laughs> he looks like he's <laughs> one of the incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> So that's pretty good. If you, get, right. if you get the wrong angle, that's where the far quad thing comes from. Too. That was our Bobby episode. Hey, if you're if you're in on Super Bowl stuff, go check that out. Um, Bobby did a little more X's and O's. Bobby played football and he likes getting in that stuff. So he had some O line stuff into the O line, um, which I like. I bake, like hearing about it from other people. I normally say bake the algorithm. Go subscribe to the new channel. We'll be there Monday. Um, thank you guys so much, Chris Rose, the man. Um, and all the stuff on the John Boy Media Network. Yeah. Talking Baseball will be live in an hour. Simple Man Radio is going live in like 10 minutes. So just stay live with us. Jump over to Simple Man. We'll see you on Talking Baseball. Everything else coming out on the network. Love you, Bakers. Between now and Simple Man, Talking Giants put out a funny video yesterday. I was, ha- I was really happy with Justin. I almost texted him. Almost. Almost chatted with Cole Tucker last night. Flex. Don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all. Thanks, Bakers. Don't fret. You're all hot. You're all hot. In the morning. Wake and Jake at night. Jake sucks.